Some bad news for politicians this morning and uh, perhaps confirmation about how some of them are perceived. There's a survey out from the Governance Institute and it says when it comes to ethics, politicians still rank in the five bottom professions just above real estate agents. The Institute's annual ethics index also ranks the cost of living as the biggest ethical issue and chief executives awarded massive bonuses are also in the bad books as the boardroom crisis at Qantas raises governance concerns. Our senior business correspondent Peter Ryan joins me in the studio. Now, Peter, what's this survey telling us about the importance, I guess, of ethics in society, especially when it comes to politicians? I mean, they're still uncomfortably at the wrong end of the list when it comes to ethical behaviour. Well, that's right, Tom, and uh, good morning. This index from the Governance Institute is based on a survey of a 1,000 Australians. It's telling us about the importance of ethics in society and how it's actually hit a record high in the index's history, driven in large part by the views of millennials and Gen Xers. And while politicians are doing just a little bit better than they have in the past, they're still in the bottom 10 professions for ethical behaviour. Below lawyers, chief executives, company chairs, but just above directors of foreign companies operating in Australia, and as you mentioned, real estate agents who get the worst ranking. The cost of living in this year's uh, index is a big ethical challenge, along with the urgent ethical obligation for companies to notify customers of data breaches given cyber attacks that we've had over the last year or so. Megan Motto, Chief Executive of the Governance Institute, told me there's a big governance and ethics focus on the crisis at Qantas, even though the uh, current crisis at Qantas didn't occur during the period of this survey. But back to politicians, uh, even with the cover of the National Anti-Corruption Commission, uh, and that's hotting up, politicians are still uncomfortably at the wrong end of the list when it comes to ethical behaviour. Yeah, it's a mixed result for our politicians. So we have seen the three layers of government, local, state and federal, all jump in terms of the politicians of those levels of government. The bad news, however, is that they are still three of the bottom five. So overarchingly, as occupations, we don't see our politicians as particularly ethical. And we have a relatively new government and of course politicians are always tested on whether or not they keep their promises but there seems to be some concerns about stage three tax cuts which have been controversial. For example, most Australians are perceiving that the stage three tax cuts are generally speaking less ethical and yet when it comes to the question about whether or not politicians should break election promises and of course it was a promise of the incoming uh, Labor government that they would keep those stage three tax cuts, then if you break that promise it's also being perceived as unethical. So the government's really in a bit of dilemma here. They can't win either way. Either they break their election promise and they're seen as unethical or they uh, remove the stage three tax cuts and then are also seen as being unethical. So in this latest survey that was conducted in June and July, it's a better outcome for politicians, but really it's not a great one. No, ultimately politicians have a little bit of heavy lifting to do in terms of lifting the overall perception of ethics. And, And one of the things that the Governance Institute, for example, has advocated on is around the National Integrity Commission, the anti Corruption Commission at national level to try and lift that perception of how politicians are perceived. The rising cost of living is seen as the biggest ethical problem that we have at the moment, but it is multifaceted. What are Australians saying 
about this in terms of ethical behaviour? You're absolutely right. The cost of living is driven by factors that are, in fact, not even in Australian government's control. The things like the uh, crisis in Ukraine, global supply chains because of uh, China's extended lockdowns from COVID. And these things are really outside of the government's direct control. And yet the cost of living is hurting people and people are seeing that there is an ethical responsibility to respond uh, quickly to this crisis. And so this is all about international forces, but also local forces that stoke inflation. The federal government has to be careful not to uh, have cash splashes that would fuel inflation. And of course, the Reserve Bank has to use interest rates to stop inflation as well. So how does this gel together as an ethical issue? I think one of the greatest issues that is playing on people's mind is energy prices, housing affordability, these sorts of issues. And the way that government responds to those issues is going to be very important in terms of how ethically they're perceived. The outgoing Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe really has taken a hammering since May last year, given the 12 interest rate rises. But is that seen as ethical or unethical behaviour by him? People are generally pretty informed and they're not necessarily pinning the story all on Phil Lowe and his response. They recognise that it's part of a broader mix. So um, the response of Phil in particular taking the heat over those interest rate rises and therefore the cost of living crisis has not been perceived by by Australians as particularly unethical. They recognise that the issues are far broader than that. And also in terms of uh, cyber attacks, and we've seen some big ones over the last year and also the rise of artificial intelligence. How concerned are people about the ethics of AI? Now, this is one where Australians have really strong opinions. In fact, 73% of Australians um, surveyed think that there is an urgent ethical obligation to notify customers of all data breaches and um, and for AI and tech companies to ensure that tech is not used to mislead or deceive. So there's really strong feelings about the ethical responsibility that organisations have, particularly when they're holding out personal data. I wanted to ask you about the whole situation with Qantas from a governance point of view how the board has operated throughout this and and also Alan Joyce's potential golden parachute when he leaves? Oh, well, gee, I mean, there's just such a myriad of issues to do with governance on all things, I mean, associated with the Qantas situation and, of course, all companies lean into this. Yeah, governance is just a, a series of frameworks through which boards make decisions. And I'm sure that the board would be using those frameworks to weigh up and balance their decision making in terms of rewarding who's, you know, what has been a high performing CEO versus the reputational issues associated with customers. We know through our ethics index, for example, that overwhelmingly Australians do not believe it's ethical to have really high CEO pay. In fact, irrespective of company size, it's a negative 44% score uh, to be paid over $3 million. So these really large CEO payouts are something that boards need to consider. So based on the previous surveys that you've had looking at companies and chief executives, they may well be taking a dim view of a uh, suspected $24 million payout for Alan Joyce. Well, presumably the board is very conscious of the broader public opinion with regards to their organisation. It's incumbent upon a director to have a flavour of community sentiment around their brand 
brand and their reputation. So that's something the board should be taking into high levels of consideration as they're going through these decision-making processes. But of course, uh, you know, the world is not seen through black and white lenses. They're complicated decisions and presumably the board is taking all of that into consideration. Megan Motto, Chief Executive of the Governance Institute with the ABC's Peter Ryan, who's still with us. Peter, what professions, we've been talking about real estate agents and politicians, that sort of thing, but what professions scored the best in the ethics index? Well, that's right. Going to the glass half full, the most ethical professions, according to this survey, are firefighters, ambulance officers, pharmacists, nurses, teachers, vets and dentists. Doctors rank quite well, although GPs who don't bulk bill are seen as somewhat unethical. Now, journalists and the media are I was about are in to the... <laughs> ask you about journalists. Where's, where where to re well, uh, Journalists are in the bottom 10 for ethical behaviour, yeah. just ahead of uh, social media platforms, uh, Twitter, now X, of course, Facebook, TikTok, and, of course, payday lenders. So journalists probably uh, need to pay a bit of attention to this, do an ethical job and, uh, you know, serve the public in a bit of a better way. We're alongside social media and payday lenders. Okay, uh, thank you for that sobering news this morning, Peter Ryan. appreciate it. The ABC's senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan, joining us there.